Fuck, man. I feel like we was watching that shit all day. Oh, fuck it. Man. <laughs> I don't know how. Like that. So I, uh, I see what trying, they were trying to do, but they fucking failed. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking Song of the South. Let's fucking go. Mike is hot too. Oh, oh, we're ready? Well, hello, motherfuckers. Let's get down to fucking business. Oh, yeah. It's Black History Month. You know what? Theme song. What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent. And I'm PJ. And this is the fucking Home Video Hustle. Hey, this is Hustle Holidays. Black History Month edition. <sighs> Damn, I don't know where to start. Where do we start? I guess we start How from the beginning and tell them what we watched. Oh. <laughs> they watch YouTube, they already know that shit. If right? you can't tell by the hypeness in my voice, <laughs> by the disgust, the anguish in my tone, <laughs> we watched Song of the South. Hashtag thanks, Phil. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> the door, Phil. Everything that we have said, Phil. Fuck up, Phil. Fuck. That shit. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> hey, PJ. Yes. Hey, PJ. Yes. How you feel about Disney right now? Fuck Disney. That's how I feel. I did it. After all Fuck. these motherfucking years, I did it. I got him on my side. Welcome to the dark side. Welcome to 2018, bitch. I am not, like, oh, I have a, a ritual I have when I'm off work. I go home, and we watch a Disney movie as a family before we lay down the kiddos. Fuck that shit. We're watching Fox 28 or some shit. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, happy day. <laughs> Fucking Negro spirituals singing in 1946. Oh, the happy fuck does day. Hmm. PJ, did we actually say what we watched or did we just go off or... No, did we say Song of the South, right? Song of the South. Well, if, you, if we did, I don't know, we got too hyped there. <sighs> we watched Song of the South, though. Oh, yeah, because I said, thanks, Phil. Yes. Thank you. Really, thank you. You... You have enlightened me, Phil. <sighs> Fuck. PJ. Yes. This came out in 1946. Fuck Disney. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's the same year as It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, it is gosh. the same year as It's a Wonderful Life. You know, I can... I, I want to say I can tell, but it's... they. I don't... <laughs> like, for one, if it was 1946, like it's in a fucking wonderful life, there were fucking houses, okay? Yep. People had well, houses. Well, this, this took place, you know, It's a Wonderful Life took place, I think, around that time it came out. This took place, supposed to be like back in those, like, after, oh. right after slavery. Oh, time. you mean when there were still slaves because... Yep. <sighs> well, no, they were they were supposed to be... I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe it was during slave times because, you know, Disney... Yes. They, they didn't show them doing slave work. They didn't show them getting whipped. However... Maybe it was like right after, right after that shit got abolished or whatever. <laughs> Because, you know, after slavery got abolished, a lot of people still did slave work because they know nothing else to fucking do. And there were still slaves. Yes. Oh, yeah. They, slavery was not ended. Not everybody let them motherfuckers go, pimping. <sighs> yeah. Fun fact. Oh, y'all are about to learn something today. The reason why we celebrate Juneteenth mm-hmm. is because years after slavery had ended, oh, there's still slavery in Texas? What? Y'all didn't get the memo? Uh, yeah, that shit's been gone, bruh. Oh, Well, I guess we're free now. What the fuck do we do? Well, let's just celebrate it right now. (laughs) This is the last official day of slavery. Fuck that shit. (sighs) Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm about to make you mad. (laughs) 
<sighs> I'm about to make you mad. I'm about okay. to make a fucking monster. I'm Frankenstein in this bitch. <laughs> PJ. Yes. We'll start with the smallest thing first, and we'll work our way up to the bullshit. Oh, my God. PJ. Gosh. Yes. This was an hour and 34 minutes long. Felt every minute. Felt eternal. Yes. There was a point in this movie where we both thought it was over, and it went on for 30 more fucking minutes. <laughs> And I'm not joking. To I told PJ it's only been 30 minutes for like an hour. Yes. Shit just wouldn't keep, wouldn't stop going. PJ, second thing that's gonna piss you off. This movie cost 2.125 million. It made 65 million dollars. His face right now. Oh yo. my god. PJ. Yes. Strike three. The biggest one of them all. Yes. PJ. IMDb yes. rating. 7.3 out of Get 10. Get the fuck. <laughs> the Star Star Wars has a better rating than this. Star Wars? Yes. Let me see what IMDb gay Star Wars. I'm sure it's higher. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Come on, phone. There we go. Oh. 7.3. Why? (laughs) We know not everybody has a problem with this type of shit, PJ. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Think about that. Star Wars has an 8.7, so it has a higher score. Fuck IMDb. Whatever the fuck. Who are y'all? Who... Who? Where, what is y'all's criteria? IMDb, IMDb doesn't give these ratings. They're all oh. from, they're all from users. So one million people oh. voting gay Star Wars that, and I won. I was I gave it a nine A. <laughs> well, yeah. And then fuck all of y'all. Let's go back. Song of the South has seven point three out of ten after nine thousand four hundred and six votes. So nine thousand four hundred six people voted on it, and it averaged a seven point three. Can I see the case? Can I just? See I don't the, have a case. I mean, the the <laughs> do they have a? Oh. What you looking for? What you trying to look at? You know the. The picture. The, the synopsis? Like the poster? Oh, that thing. Yeah, the poster. Wow. First live action musical drama. Ain't no fucking drama, I guess. I guess in a way there wow. was drama with the kid and all that bullshit. <sighs> you know, my heart is pounding really, really fast. This is right G-rated. For some reason. This is G-rated? Oh, your oh. heart's pounding? Does that mean you just want to start talking I, about this? No, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. I'm, I'm trying to soak this all in right now. but it's, Just it's, let me know what you want to do and I got you. Let's... Okay, I'll do this. <clears throat> it's directed by... Yeah, okay. Wilfred Jackson and Hervey Foster. Fuck y'all. And... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> hold, on, hold on, It was written by like six people too when I looked at it. Oh my gosh. How? Like, I don't understand. I it says some people wrote the animated parts and some people wrote the live action parts. If this fucking phone would load. The animated parts weren't anything but, oh, look, that's what I was going to say. I Do saved it for this. Yep. This shit, look, motherfuckers, Burr Rabbit, that shit was not created by whoever the fuck they said it is on Wikipedia. This shit oh, was that. from a Nazi tales that African people used to tell says, back around the fucking campfire when they were slaves. This is based on Uncle Remus by Joel Chandler Harris. Uh, by who? What Joel is his name? Joel Chandler Harris. All right, look, Mr. Harris, you <laughs> did not come up with the shit. You know this. This is up. like cultural appropriation whatever the fuck y'all call it that's, that's what, what it. this is y'all did they did not create this shit this is a nazi the spider tales these shits were told like this is oh my gosh uncle ramus yeah he probably created the black man the black what like whatever you call man be except for a, a, a male character but he did not create these tales this is this is totally in Accurate, okay? That's for one. PJ. Yes. Got you. Uncle Remus is a collection of animal story songs and oral folklore collected from Southern African Americans. Thank you. Aesop's Fables. It says he adapted and compiled them into a book form in 1881. So he basically, yeah, well, I guess, like you said, he took the stories and made a book out of them and made money. Motherfucker. You mother. (sighs) It started back then. 
It ain't never stops. Oh, my gosh. Well. I forgot what I was looking at. I was looking at the motherfuckers that wrote this shit. One <laughs> yeah, sorry. Went off on a tangent. Yes, I did. Fuck it. That's what we do. Not Sir Mix-A-Lot. Go back. <laughs> Mac Daddy. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I said who it was directed by. It was written. Live action was d- written by Morton Grant, Maurice Raff, Dalton S. Raymond. Animation written by Bill Pete, George Stallings, and Ralph Wright. Fuck y'all. There you go. Starring James Basket, Hattie McDaniel, Glenn Leedy, Bobby Driscoll, Ruth Warwick, Luana Patton, and some other motherfuckers. Those are the main people. James Basket is Uncle Remus. That's why I James said his name first. You know his name ain't listed first. It's going to be listed first here on the home video. Hustle. Yes, it is. I noticed I said all the three black names first. Did y'all notice that? Yeah. I can do that. Yes. <laughs> ain't nothing left but storyline, PJ. So unless you got so much you want to get into beforehand. Oh, no. No, we're going to get into it. <clears throat> we're about to talk through this. Okay. I will try my best to remain calm. No, no. Fuck that. Do you? Fuck that. Fuck all that. <sighs> the first thing that happened is Uncle Remus is introduced. Mm-hmm. And is it, I don't even remember how he was introduced no more. This shit didn't kind of like numb my mind. <laughs> and I can't remember all of the beginning of it anymore. Skip it, Chief. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wrote next wrote next note I wrote was Mammy. Ah, they were riding in the shit. Yeah, they were riding in the car going, going to the house. To, yeah. I don't remember what her name was in the movie, so I just called her Mammy. Okay. She's there basically yeah. uh, with the mom, dad, and the son. I think the son name was like Johnny. Mm-hmm. And then they go meet up with the grandmama at the house. Mm-hmm. At their house, right? They were yeah, going back to their house. Their daycare, dad's a reporter. Yeah. Johnny's dad is Ooh, a reporter or some shit. Yeah, and he writes in the paper, and uh, he has, he's going on assignment, you know, to Atlanta. They Well, they arrive to the fucking plantation, which they call a plantation. Mm-hmm. But anyways, they arrive at the plantation. And then... I, I, yeah, the dad banged out. Yeah. I got to go. Yeah. Be like, you know, I, I got I to gotta go to work. You're going to stay here. No, dad. No, don't go. Yeah, uh, the kid's all sad. Daddy, daddy, no. Yeah. Don't go, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Then the dad like, hey, bye. And bangs the fuck out. All right. And all then, during this time. The kid runs off after the car and he runs into <laughs> all the black folks. Yes. Singing a song. I don't know what song. Fucking Negro spirituals yeah. gathered around. Look, look. This is my, okay. <sighs> I, I I don't understand. Like what, what was their ending goal in making this movie? You know, let me. I'm about to research some of this shit while you talk about it, real quick. Because I, you know, I understand you could have placed it back in the days of slavery, but it, it's it's. Uh. Oh, here you go, PJ. Okay. The film takes place in the southern United States during the Reconstruction era, a period of American civil hist- American history shortly after the end of the American Civil War and the abolition of slavery. So, okay, that tells you right there. So, I was right. It's after slavery. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney wanted to produce a film based on the Uncle Remus stories for some time. It was not until 1939 that he began negotiating with the Harris family, the white dude you said, mm-hmm. was, uh, for the film rights. Uh, filming started in 1944, premiered in Atlanta, 1946. Since its release, Song of the South has remained the subject of controversy, I bet. Nah. Some critics have described the, form, the film's portrayal of African Americans as racist and offensive, point, yes. pointing out the black vernacular and other qualities as stereotypes. That's what I was uh, getting at. In addition, the plantation <clears throat> setting is sometimes criticized as glorified. Mm-hmm. 
because of this controversy, Disney has yet to release a song of the South on any home video format in the U.S. I know because I was a hard time finding it. <laughs> Some of the musical animated singles have been released through other means, and the full film has seen video distribution. Oh, shit has been released in other parts of the country. Mm. The cartoon characters from the film have continued to remain popular for decades, being featured in books, comics, and other media. The Disney theme park ride Splash Mountain is based on this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. What? Yeah, I guess so. Have you been to Disney? Yes. You've been to Slash Splash Mountain? Yes. You've been to Song of the South, buddy? You've been to the Briar Patch? Fuck Disney. <laughs> All right, let me see. Um, It sounded like Disney really wanted to do this shit. Like, he negotiated for fucking years to get these stories, man. I bet everybody had good sense and was like, no, let's not do this. He told Variety that he wanted to get an authentic feeling of Uncle Remus' country so that we can do a faithful job as possible to these stories. Roy Oliver Disney, I don't know who the fuck that is. Is that his dad? Oh it's, his, oh, it's his older brother. Had misgivings about the project, doubting that it was big enough in caliber and natural draft to warrant a budget over $1 million and more than 25 minutes of animation. So he was like, this shit's whack. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go, PJ. Dalton Raymond wrote a treatment for the movie, but because Raymond was not a professional screenwriter, Maurice Raff, who had been writing live-action features at the time, was asked by Walt Disney to work with him to get them, you know, make a shootable screenplay. According to Neil Gabler, one of the reasons Disney hired Raff to work with Raymond was to temper what Disney feared would be Raymond's white southern slant. Because Maurice Raff was a minority, a Jew, an outspoken left-winger, and he himself feared that the film would inevitably be Uncle Tomish. He said, that's exactly why I want you to work on it, Walt Disney told him, because I know that you don't think I should make this movie. You're against Uncle Tomism, and you're a radical. And it still came out like this. Yep. This, this was the end result. Yep. He initially hesitated, but when he found out that most of the film would be live action and that he could make extensive changes, he accepted the offer. Raph worked on Uncle Remus for about seven weeks. When he got into a personal dispute with Raymond, Raph was taken off the project. Ah, he was taken off. There you go. According to Raph, Walt Disney ended every conference by saying, well, I think we've really licked it now. <laughs> then he'd call you the next morning and say, I've got a new idea, and he'd have one. Sometimes ideas were good, sometimes they were terrible, but you could never really satisfy them. Morton Graham was assigned to the project. Disney sent out the script for comment, both of his studio and outside the studio. Black. Okay, so I guess dude got kicked the fuck off. Okay. Maybe, maybe he tried to make it too not Uncle Thomas. Well, I mean, that's what he got hired to do. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Let's talk about the music. They said there's a this number, this number. Then there's one spiritual. They didn't put Negro in front of it. Though. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not have. Spirituals are generally Christian songs that were created by African Americans. <laughs> Still won't say Negro. They will not say that shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I love how... PJ, PJ, look at this. Walt Disney made introductory remarks, introduced the cast, and then quietly left for his room at the hotel across the street. He had previously stated that unexpected audience reactions upset him, and he was better off not seeing the film with an audience. Mm. James Basket, the dude that played Uncle Remus, was unable to attend the film's premiere because he would not have been allowed to participate in any of the festivities festivities, as Atlanta was still a racially segregated city. He wasn't allowed to watch this shit. Oh, my... Fucking gosh. Oh, this is this is it's all kind of shit about this movie, PJ. <sighs> After this, Disney produced a Sunday comic strip called Uncle Remus and His Tales of Bird Rabbit. So he had a comic strip, comic books, <laughs> the golden the golden books that you had. Yes. Was released, re-released in theaters several times. 1956 and 1972, 1973. Second half of a double bill with the aristocrats. Ah, two racist ass. The aristocrats? Cats, yeah. The, I, I watched that. That's a racist thing? It's got little moments in it. 
See, I haven't seen that. It's like, I know it's the part where a cat like supposed to be like Chinese. The Chinese, yeah. yeah, Chinese cats. Hey, I know that song. Oh, the film has been broadcast on European TV, including the BBC, as recently as 2006. Oh. Outside of America, they play this shit. In March 2010, Disney CEO Robert Iger stated that there were no plans to release the movie on DVD, calling the film antiquated and fairly offensive. Oh, my God. In 2010, Disney creative director Dave Bossert stated in an interview, I can say there's been a lot of internal discussion about Song of the South, and at some point we're going to do something about it. I don't know when, but we will. We know we want people to see Song of the South because we realize it's a big piece of company history and we want to do it the right way. Mm. So they're going to try and get it out one day. Roger Ebert, okay, who normally disdained any attempt to keep films from any audience, supported the non-release position, claiming that most Disney films become a part of the consciousness of American children who take films mm-hmm. more literally than adults. However, he favored having film students have access to the film, that's like uh, people like us. That's I guess. Smarts. Uh, yeah, we already know about. Yeah, the songs are released because that's how you know the songs. Mm-hmm. More recently, Zippity Doo Dah and some of the animated portions of the film were issued on the Alice in Wonderland two DVD special edition set. Ah, wow. They snuck them in there. PJ, hold the fuck up. In July 2017, after being inaugurated as a Disney legend, Whoopi Goldberg expressed a desire for Song of the South to be re-released publicly to American audiences. Mm. Whoopi trying to get that shit out there. Mm. Yeah, look at this bullshit. Mm -hmm. Although the film was a financial success, some critics were less enthusiastic about the film. Not so much the animated portions as the live portions. I wonder why. Time Magazine called the film Top Notch Disney. What? One of Hollywood's most resiliently offensive racist texts. Mm. My God, this keeps going. Oh, when the film was first released, Walter Francis White, the executive secretary of the NAACP, telegraphed major newspapers around the country with the following statement, claiming, The NAACP recognizes in Song of the South remarkable artistic merit in the music and in the combination of living actors and the cartoon technique. It regrets, however, that in an effort neither to offend audiences in the North or South, the production helps to perpetuate a dangerously glorified picture of slavery. Mm, mm. Making use of the beautiful Uncle Remus folklore, Song of the South unfortunately gives an impression of the idealistic master-slave relationship, which is a distortion of the facts. Mm. Very well put. Very well put. Time Magazine, although it praised the film, cautioned that it was bound to land its maker in hot water. Mm-hmm. Some black press had mixed reactions on what they thought of Song of the South. While Richard B. Dyer in the Afro-American was thoroughly disgusted by the film for being a vicious piece of propaganda for white supremacy as Hollywood ever produced. Mm. Whoa. What? Brer's first major appearance in Disney media since The Lion King one and a half. He was in that shit? Who was? Brer Rabbit. Nah. Or one of the birds that says this is the Brers. So maybe it's more than one of them. Disney, you, that's your shit like you want to have. I know. I don't remember that. You have to rewatch it now, too. Yeah, I am. Well, yeah, they, you know, that's a lot of background. That's a lot of time <clears throat> on that shit. But that's just, tell me a little bit about what we dealt with Why here, they, folks. Yes. So. Now, PJ, back at the movie. Everybody's introduced, saying. basically. The dad left, the kid ran off. He ran into the black folks singing the Negro spirituals. That's what I was saying. Yes. My first point about the movie, I understand, you know, it was it was during the quote-unquote reconstruction era of this good old fine United States of America land, but every single scene that was not animated, they were clearly slaves on a plantation, and they were singing Negro spirituals like life was just so peachy and fine, and that everything would be okay, that really set wrong with me they made it seem as if slavery was okay like you know like it was just a thing of our past and that this is how blacks got along on the plantation let me tell you why that is false or do you know why i think you know why let's continue 
As they're gathered around with the Negro spiritual singing around a campfire, Johnny's about to run off. You know, he's not coming back. And he hears about, you know, Burr Rabbits, these tales. Yeah, because Uncle Remus is telling stories. Yeah. <clears throat> so, what happens? Somebody sends for him, but Uncle Remus... Uncle Remus basically helped him out because they was like, oh, you know, we need to, the mom's looking for Johnny. And they're like, where's Johnny at? And he's like, tell his mommy he was with me. So did he get paid for doing this? I don't know, man. Like I said, they didn't go into all them details. Like, how the fuck do you have a man play somebody and then not, he can't even come to the awards? How are you okay with doing that as a black man? I could not set my people back. Now, I can't even say a hundred years. I could not set my pe- people back decades at that point just in order to become, you know, an actor in a film that's degrading my people. Like, I don't, I don't understand how he took that job in the first place. Cause like his whole his whole attitude during it, he was the yes man. He was the Uncle Tom. Any time that there was a problem, he would try to correct it. Mm-hmm. All of the things. The magical black man. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to say the only reason it was a black man is because the woman, like, then they, every, the whole world would have known, like, oh, that's stereotypical of the black mammy, you know? She's always there with the white kids, always there making things okay, always got the stories, always looking out. Even if mom can't control the kids, here comes mammy. Mm-hmm. Too obvious. Let's just put the black man who's still big in his place. Okay, let's do that, Disney. Let's fucking go with that. Ah. <sighs> Anyways. We helped Johnny out. Johnny goes back to his house, and that's where you get the story of Br'er Rabbit. Goes into animation. Mm. That old Roger Rabbit shit where it's like real people mm. hanging out with mm. cartoon characters. And that's when you get what song, PJ? Zippity Doodah. Zippity A. My oh my, what a wonderful day. Yep. I've had funny story. Mm. I know these songs because <laughs> back yeah. in the 90s, Disney released cassette tapes. Yep. With just Disney songs. Still do it from with CDs. A, why do they? Yeah, I looked it up. You can. That's this song is on the CD still to this day. Wow. The songs get released. This movie just don't get released. Wow. That's deep. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I did not notice. I mean, I. I guess that's why I fucked with the with the song. And then you know, uh, Disney had uh, a montage. They had sing-alongs. It was yeah. called Disney sing-alongs, and I had like three of those. It had that scene on there. It had that zippity doodah, and I like with the animation. And shit? Yeah, okay. and I guess I I knew in my heart that he was black. You know, as a young black boy, just because of the way he was talking. But All I right. didn't. I never put two and two together until watching it. Like mm-hmm. the way that they characterized them and all of that that he was well, it's, it's more obvious when you got the live action scenes with it yeah when you just seeing the cartoon it's like you know okay you know, yeah, a, little, just, a little iffy yeah yeah but when you when you cut back to that anime or that when that live action man whew, yeah that's that's when it gets it's real bad man yeah but yeah yeah i i, I like that i, I want to say i liked the songs but now that i got the context fuck disney but what was i saying yeah, we come to Zippity Doodah. What's Burr Rabbit doing? Oh, Burr Rabbit's having a good day. Yeah, all right. There was, and this is ah, I'm oh yeah, so he's like flicked. He's like boarding up his fucking house or some shit. Right? Yeah, he's boarding up his house. He's about to leave. He's um saying fuck this shit. You know, I'm moving on with life. I've been here forever. Uh, Uncle Ramus was like, you know, this is where you're from. You should just stay here. Ain't nothing out there for you. Like this is your life right here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm leaving. And he leaves. No, he like, goes, he man. goes, hops down the road. Here comes uh, Brother Fox. Oh, no, Brother Fox set a trap for him, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. He got a little... Uh, he got caught up in the noose. Yeah, in the noose. 
But I was I was wondering, I was waiting for it. Because you know, Brer Rabbit is supposed to be kind of, you know, we got some black to him. They all do. They all do. All of the characters. All the burrs. Yes. And uh of course, you know, there's a thing where people, black people used to get hung. Yes. And so when they got hung, I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. But they were smart. Yes. And they didn't put it, but they didn't make him hang from his neck. They had his feet up there with it. Yes. And I was just the whole time, like, as I was just like, when's them feet going to fall? Right. When are the feet going to fall? <laughs> Let them hang. That symbolism's coming with it. <laughs> but it actually never happened, and I was fucking shocked. No. But every other way. Of being black was symbolized in all the character, but I'll get to that shit later. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, after he get caught, the motherfucking fox or no, it was the bear came right. The bear, he yes. The bear into getting in the news for him. Yes, he said I make a dollar an hour. Brother Bear said, "Word." Well, I'm going to hop myself in this noose right here. <sighs> Brad Rabbit's thing is tricking these dumb motherfuckers into mm-hmm. doing shit. Mm-hmm. This master of trick, the ill mouthpiece. Yes. Then the fox come down there trying to get the food, see the bear in there, and they all start scrapping and shit. Mm-hmm. I think the rabbit bangs out, right? Don't they, like, slide away? Yep, yep, and just let them fight it out. And I think that's the end of that Whoa, story right the there. Right? Every time he gets right away, there. like, it ends, yeah. Yeah. Then I think this is when they took little dude home. And I think Uncle Remus tried to back him up, but the mom wasn't having that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what she said. She just said something to him. Like, Quit telling that motherfucker these stories. You know, it's past his bedtime. It's dark as fuck out here, nigga. Yeah. What you doing? Oh, yeah, and speaking of dark as fuck... I know this ain't never had no digitally remastered DVD release or not, so we watched the old VHS copy. Yes. And man, any scene where it was dark, it looked like a fucking horror movie. There was no joke. PJ won't get this reference, but my Mystery Science Theater fans will. There's a scene where he's, Uncle Remus is, you know, he's a dark skinned dude and he's in the shadows and it's not mm-hmm. well lit. All you see is the light reflecting off his eyes and, and his it looks mouth. like fucking Trumpy from Pop People when the lights, his lights was like, eyes were like flashing and shit. You don't know what I mean? Like when he's hanging with the kid and he first started using his powers and shit. PJ don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You will. But, <laughs> but that's what it looked like. Just all you see is uh, like two beams of light reflecting in the darkness. And a smile. And a smile. A it's like the smile creepy, with white It's like teeth. the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen a lot of horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's scenes where it's close up on Uncle Remus's face. And one whole mm-hmm. side of his face is it's not lit. Black. black as fuck. And you just see the other side, and, he's, and it looks like this little creepy smile because he's yes, smiling all hard and shit. Half it is smile. the weirdest fucking thing in the world. I was like, what the fuck? It had to be better. Oh, the depiction was real. Like, I, I, the imagery, this, this, oh, what, oh, cinematics. They could have done better somehow, some way. So I'm holding out hope. I told PJ, I'm holding out hope that. The movie wasn't filmed that dark on purpose, and it's just the old VHS like cut that we watched. It's just shitty. Fuck that shit. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> That's how I feel. It's crazy. Usually, I'm the more cynical one. It's <laughs> <sighs> yes. So after that bullshit, what happens? Uh oh the the uh oh shit. We gotta talk about this now too. The black kid comes and wakes up the little uh, Johnny, oh, little white dude, and he has a little frog. And I, we got to because we were trying to figure this out half the movie because we couldn't hear it that well. But the little black kid's name is Toby. Yes. Now let me look this up. <laughs> I want to see when the fuck Roots came out, when that novel came out. Alex Haley, when did that come out? Please, it gave us man. They knew what they were doing. Seventy six. That's the uh, that's the TV series, all right. It was originally oh, I, published. I found it. Oh, it came out that same year. Oh, so damn the, the, the TV thing came out that same year. Uh, fuck. He was on something. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. 70, it's a long ways away from this shit. Yeah. Good. That's good. Like, you said 76, right? 76. Oh, that's 30 years later. Man. 
Yes. Okay. But yeah, look here, man, Toby. We we thought that was interesting. Do you think he did that on purpose? No, I think Alice Haley watched Song of the South and made the nigga's name Toby. Yeah. Maybe. I have no confirmation on that. Because they wanted to, I, I think it's, you know, because Toby, he was he was there for the white man. He wanted the white man. He was the white man's friend. And when we beaten him into submission, your name is Toby. You are befriending us now. We are placing this name upon you. Fuck. Sorry, guys. Hey, Dave, man, I've never seen Roots before. <sighs> I've never seen it before. <laughs> So I, I don't know exactly oh, what you're talking about. Shit. I don't know. I have to look really? at it one day. I had to look at it one day. So when I was younger. I just was like, I know niggas got beat back then. Like, I don't want to watch this shit. It's just like, I told you before with the Passion of Christ movie. I know he's going to get fucked up. Like, why well, I want to sit and watch that shit? Like, I, don't know. I know. I know. I know, I know what happened story. back then. I don't need to see this shit. It's I the, know. <laughs> like, the truer story. I'm not saying it's the truest, yeah. but it's the truer story. I look at it one day. I know they brought it back out last year, too. Uh, yes. The new one. You see that? Yes. Did you like yes. it? I've seen them all. Okay. Not as much as the original, but it was. You seen Roots, the next the, generation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me and my mom actually watched that shit together. I'm gonna watch them one day. Yeah. That's when I was younger, I just had no interest in it. Cause I'm like, I don't want to see motherfuckers just getting beat for like five so hours. You know, like Chicken George and like. I know the names. Oh. I don't know nothing about got them. Got his foot cut off. He Maybe. Trying to run. Maybe we do that shit for this one day. We could just oh, chop it up damn. part one, part two, part three. Right? Because that's just long. That's, that's what I'm saying. That was the other thing about it. Like, I ain't trying to watch somebody get beat for five <laughs> hours. Oh, fuck. Okay. So, where are we at? Um, little shit kids is my next note. Mm, the dog. Yeah. That um, was a dog. That's right. I think that's where he meets old girl, too. Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. Yes. It's just these two little shit kids, and they got a sister named Jenny that Johnny is trying to holler at <laughs> yes. on site. Yes. And they got a little dog. I think when they abusing like the animals or abusing the dog or doing some weird Yeah, he was, shit. actually. Yeah, he was. And the dog ran away, and they ran over to Johnny, mm-hmm. and he took that motherfucker and was like, fuck y'all, y'all need this dog. Right. Say, give me it back. And then here comes Uncle Ramus. Yeah, Uncle <laughs> Ramus like, he better take that dog back, bro. That ain't your dog. Right. And he tells me what they was doing to us. So Uncle Remus ends up keeping the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to help him out. I think the shit kids came back after that, right? They were trying to get their dog, right? Well, it goes into another animation. Because you remember that's how he uses that reverse psychology. Oh, yeah. That how do you do shit. Another song PJ like. Yes. Oh. Pretty good show as you're born. That, right. that leads into the craziest shit. The shit that had me and PJ fucked up. What? You know, you know what came with this cartoon. The Tar Baby. Oh. The fucking Tar oh, Baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, if you didn't know, Tar Ooh. Baby was a racial slur for black people. <laughs> and in this movie, they make an actual Tar Baby. Yes, they do. To trick Brer Rabbit with. <laughs> Fox and the Bear are still trying to get this motherfucker. So they hmm? take they literally take a big heap of tar and they just like slam it onto like a jacket or something. Yep. To make it look like a person. Yep. And they put hair on it and put a hat on it and buttons for eyes and a fucking half a pipe for the nose and shit. Mm-hmm. And they sit it out like on a bench or on a something. They sit it somewhere. On a log. On a log. log. There you go. Right along a road. Because he sees uh, Bird Rabbit coming. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Bird Rabbit comes and I guess he asks him like, how you doing? And the motherfucker <laughs> don't respond. And this shit actually genuinely made me and PJ laugh, bro. Because Bird Rabbit got pissed. Yeah. He's like, how you do? He skipped a couple times and he stopped and looked back like, motherfucker. Like, I just spoke to you. Yeah. I think he said that too, didn't he? Yeah, right? He's like, I just spoke to you. You know what you say? He said, are you hard of hearing? He's like, how did you do? Like, yelling all in the motherfucking Tar Baby face and shit. Uh, yes. So then he did it again. Motherfucker ain't respond, so he came back. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker started rolling his sleeves up like, look, motherfucker, I'm going to count to three. And if your bitch ass ain't saying that, I'm going to fuck you up. And no joke, he counts to three. This motherfucker legit stole on the guitar, baby, though. 
Unfortunately. But that's what they wanted him to do because the whole time he's like antagonizing this fucking lump of tar. Mm-hmm. The wolf is getting hyped. He's like, yeah, 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 punch it. <laughs> punch it, get stuck. Punch it with the other hand, get stuck. Put your feet on it, get stuck. So mm-hmm. he's just engulfed in the fucking tar. Mm-hmm. And they take the they take Brad Rabbit back to that little crib and they're trying to cook his ass. Yes. But I think it tricks. How does it trick you this time? No, no, no. This is the, uh, the briar patch. He's That's like, what I'm saying. I tricked it somehow. I just can't remember how. Okay. He, uh, so he didn't take it back yet. Yeah, they wind up basically. Yeah, they come out and get him. Tried to uh, get him from the tar, and then Brother Bear's like, "Nah, I'm gonna bash him in the head because that's what we said out we were gonna and do." Make him dead. And then the fox was like, "Nah, we gonna cook him." Da 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 da. So they start arguing, and then of course it's like, "Whatever you do, don't throw me in the briar patch." All right. Well, how about I skin you alive? Yeah, you can skin me, but don't throw me in the briar patch. And then Brother Fox winds up actually listening and was like, oh, don't throw you in the briar patch. You know, reverse psychology. So he winds up throwing him in the briar patch. And then, you know, he makes all the noises like he's dying. And then... I was born in the briar patch, you fools. I can't (laughs) die in the briar patch. Have a good day, bitches. We're out. Fuck off. Yeah. So then basically, little Johnny... Confronts the shit kids and does the same exact fucking trick to them. Yes. And like, oh no, don't tell my mom. Or no, don't tell your mom or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you so do. So whatever you do, just don't tell your mom what happened. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna go tell our mom what happened. <laughs> and of course the shit kids go snitch to their mom and the mm-hmm. mom is like, Man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. She whipped them. She whooped them. That's yeah. right. Got the spanking. Yeah. I guess they come out and one kid's actually smart. He's like, Man, motherfucker tricked us, bruh. Mm-hmm. So let's go tell his mama what happened. Mm-hmm. So they tell the mama what happened, and the mama t- confronts Remus. It's like, yo, quit telling this motherfucker these stories, bro. You getting all that nigga shit in his head, <laughs> right? You know that. <laughs> and in between here, I don't know what the fuck. Isn't this afterwards he goes and sees Mammy? Well, no, after this, he actually went to go holler at Remus. And Remus was like, look, man, your mama told me not to tell you no more stories, and the nigga ain't trying to get lynched out here, so take your all ass right, back yeah, in the house, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah. And after this, is they tell him, you know. Hey, it's gonna be a he all upset, but then they tell him like, hey, we're gonna have a party for you for your birthday and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh yeah, he says, Dad come in. She's like, Yeah, yeah, sure, he coming. Like, oh, okay, yeah. So then they had a little party. Mm-hmm. He goes to scoop uh, scoop his girly, but of course the brothers is hating little yes, shit kids. Yes. So they actually follow them too. And uh, they behind him like they like pulling on her hair and shit. Mm-hmm. And they actually shove her into the fucking mud. So these some shitty ass <laughs> brothers, man. They shove your sister into the mud. Right. And then me and PJ. Or just sitting here like, man, little Johnny, man, just fuck them <laughs> niggas up, bro. Just steal on him. He actually do. He lunges yes. at them. He starts bombing him like, yo. Yeah, roll around in the mud. On top of that, man, pulling his hair and shit. Protecting his girl. Yeah, damn right. That's how you secure the pussy, young Johnny. Uh-huh. Learning early. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but then Uncle Remus comes and breaks that shit up. And he threatens the fuck out of these shit kids. And me yeah. and PJ, I told P, I'm like, yo, he better quit. It's, it's funny, like, we'll all of his somewhere. threats never are anything serious. Like, it's funny that was still you in context. You wonder why? Oh, my gosh. Don't say anything out of pocket, Uncle Ramus. Huh. Yeah, you can, you you can, can get something off. Get... <laughs> you used to be able to get nothing off. You can get right. off. But don't you go too far, nigga, because your ass will be hanging. <laughs> like, he knew. Oh he knew not to overstep too much, because when he, when, when he started to step a little bit, I'm like, ooh, ooh, yeah, right? ooh. I know this is Disney, but woohoo. Right. Calm the fuck down, Garimish. No. And he, he would have. It was kind of gangster with it, though. Like, motherfucker. Yeah. I'll beat y'all little ass yeah. <laughs> uh, He knew his bounds, though. He mm. knew his bounds. Fuck that shit. But then, girly all upset. She run off. Johnny chased after her. And she like, oh, you know, my shirt all dirty and shit. He tried to be smooth and, you know, clean it up for her. And she like, yo, you making it worse. Mm-hmm. 
Uncle Remus come over and was like, yo, what's the problem here? And mm-hmm. he see what's going down. He's like, you know, I'm going to tell y'all a little story here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tells him a story, and it starts with Brer Rabbit being fucking almost cooked alive. Yes. In the fucking cave. Mm-hmm. So he got him over the fire, and Brer Rabbit started laughing. The little fox is like, man, what the fuck are you laughing for? You about to die, bitch. <laughs> like, you know, when I'm upset or something like that, I go to my laughing place yes, or something. Yes, yes. And then the little fox is like, how, whatever, put him over the fire. And the bear came and takes him off the fire. He's like, yo, how you, where's this laughing place at? Mm-hmm. And the fox is like, man, he fucking with you. It's another trick. And he fucking like grabs the fucking fox's mouth and holds it shut. like, fuck and you. look, motherfucker, I want to know where this laughing place is. So he actually unties the motherfucker. And the laughing place is out back in the forest. It's a fucking beehive in your face, bitch. And while that's happening, the fox and the rabbit are laughing. Bear get mad, throw the beehive on top of the fox's head. Mm-hmm. And I think after that, this is like the two motherfucking bear and the fox is just getting fucked up by bees. Yeah. And Brad Rabbit's like, oh, I said it was my laughing place, not yours. Not yours <laughs> laughing place. <laughs> so once again, the motherfucker gets away with trickery. Yes. But mama's back. Yes. Looking for Johnny. And she mad. Said, Remus, I won't want you near my fucking son. Get away from him, you motherfucking nigga. I don't want you around here. Right. So Uncle Remus is upset. He goes to pack his bags to get the fuck away from there. Well, then fine. I'm going to Atlanta. Yeah, bye, bitch. I'm going to Atlanta. ATL. A-Town. Even though I still won't get paid for acting in a movie that degrades my people. I'm about to say Atlanta. I mean, motherfucker, you better go north. Right? <laughs> fuck going further down Way south. Way north. Get the fuck from over there. <sighs> Chicago. Cleveland, New York, mm-hmm. anywhere above that Mason-Dixon line. Any fucking you way. know the funniest shit? What's up? This is <sighs> tangent. Do it. Funny thing, I knew racism was alive and well, probably about the age of six or seven. Mm-hmm. I'm originally from Virginia. I was, I'm not from Virginia. I was born in Virginia, and my people just moved up here when I was like three or something. So you know, this, this is all I know, this, this state right here. Mm-hmm. But going back to visit mom's people in Virginia, uh, we happened to cross over the Mason-Dixon line. There is a sign that says Mason-Dixon line. Yeah. And I asked my mom, what does that mean? And she said, basically, I mean, what it was. She told me what it was. Yeah. But then from there on, it just put me, me in a, a state of awareness that there was really this imaginary line that separates north from south that tells if you're free or not. Mm-hmm. It's just a very, very weird thing to me, I guess. Like, how do you know? Like, it's not like they had, had fucking stop signs or any type of signs for real like how do you like could you just say i'm above the mason dixon line if you're like in tennessee or some shit or even virginia like parts of like Mm -hmm. nah we above that shit i'm free but i mean i guess she would still be brought back to Mm -hmm. the plan they don't really give a fuck i said motherfuckers ain't care for about no lines yeah 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 well that good old american history yeah never mind let's make it great again (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker what the fuck happens after that? He packed his bag. Mm-hmm. And he leaves. And he banged the fuck out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny's still walking with Girly. She see her pops. Mm-hmm. She run over to him, and, you know, they hugging, and Johnny's salty because his pops ain't there still. Mm-hmm. Goes back to see Uncle Remus, but his shit is gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the mom come, and he, she's like, he's like, Remus is gone. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I did that shit, boy. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh, but they then wind he, up. Little, little Toby run up and is like, yo, Uncle Remus is on the fucking carriage back to the back wagon, out. Yep. Yeah. And so he's running after him, but it takes a shortcut through the bull patch. Mm-hmm. And of course, you fuck with the bull, you get them horns, motherfucker. 
<laughs> and I'm so mad they didn't show this on camera. Right. I want it so badly for them to cut and you just see this motherfucker impale through his chest. Something. No, fuck that. That's what you see the bull and Johnny just like impaled with the motherfucking horn going through his chest. Like, ah! <laughs> but, of course, I don't get that. It's still Disney. But he just gets fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just cut. It's nighttime, and I guess he's inside. Mm-hmm. And all the black folks is outside singing them spirituals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gathered around the I was waiting for you. House. Like, why? I, the, but, if this was even PJ after reconstruction, <laughs> they would not... <sighs> We're going to get there. PJ, this is about they, that time. They cared about the child. I understand. <laughs> yeah, y'all about to care about something, all right? Y'all about to oh, care. Okay. Shit. <laughs> Oh, and then the dad comes on finally, mm-hmm. and Uncle Remus is back, mm-hmm. and um, the little dude is in there. They like, hey, I'm your, it's your pops. How you doing? You all right? And he's just like, Uncle Remus, don't go. <laughs> right. Uncle Remus. Grandma, he calling for that nigga. Go right. grab that Let's nigga Let's go real summon quick. him. Summon Bring him nigga. to the cabins. I know. I need you up here. <laughs> yes, him. <'em. laughs> <laughs> um, then he goes up there. And he just starts talking does about fucking Ray rabbit does again. Best. Mm-hmm. Start talking about that fucking rabbit again. I'll be so bored. Like you ain't got no other stories in this. Like, fuck this rabbit. It's the same story every time. <laughs> no, it's always different. It's always no, different. fuck that. It's the same bullshit every time. <laughs> the trickery. It's just some trickery. Bray rabbit do dumb shit. Get caught. Tricks his way out of it. Blam, nigga. Three steps. But he's at the bedside, you know, the kid, of course, wakes up when he hears Uncle Remus and everybody's all happy. And, and then the mom and dad are even quoting Uncle Remus, Br'er Rabbit stories. And PJ, mm-hmm. do it. Go ahead and do it. What? I knew you were say something about it. About the your appropriation. Oh, I'm getting there. Oh, you're wait. almost there. Oh, yeah. you're wait. Okay. You're almost there. No, okay, wait for it to end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let me blaze this shit then. <laughs> Kids are outside playing. Everything's happy. Yes. They see Br'er Rabbit in real life for some reason. And fucking Uncle Remus they is like... some psychedelics or something. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck them kids was taking, man. They was out there in that patch smoking something. <laughs> Poppies will make us sleep. <laughs> and Uncle Remus is looking like, what the fuck? fuck is going on here but then he starts playing along with it too mm-hmm. so then happily the two little white kids little black toby uncle rings they all walk off into the sunset with the little cartoon characters happily ever after that's the end of the song of the south pj yes. say what you got to say <sighs> like the black and mild and that's a cigar for you folks that don't know hood shit i'm leaning back now you know i i hold on can you just ask me the question ask me the question. ask you the question yeah pj yes you mentioned something about cultural appropriation during this episode. Yes. What did you mean by that? Cultural appropriation. This is when a culture, typically <laughs> and most notably in recent times and probably throughout history, if you really do your research, is African Americans. Damn right. They get stolen from ideas, concepts, the way that we move through life gets stolen somehow some way and it gets switched for other people for other races but for their benefits examples any fucking world star trend that you have seen Mm. started from a black person examples any dance craze Mm. that you have seen currently and probably in the past started from black people examples you, you saw it's a wonderful life what dances they was doing Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> exactly. That goofy looking shit. Point proven. That's examples. The light bulb. Uh oh, we going deep. No, that was not Thomas Edison, motherfuckers. Mm. Examples. Whiskey. 
Jack mm. Daniels. Mm. No, he did not come up with that concept. It was his right-hand black man that came up with the concept. I'm telling you facts right now, people. Mm. Examples. Mm. What is y'all's fucking... Uh, I said y'all's. I am so sorry. <laughs> what is the fucking... The brilliant scholar who... who Einstein? Uh, nah, before him. Before him. I'm talking about oh, way shit. back. Pythagorean or whatever. Oh, his, Pythagorean. Yes, right. him and all of the other scholars the theorem, that right? came out of Greece. Guess what, motherfuckers? They got their information from ancient Egypt, also known as Kemet. Mm-hmm. This is where the source of all of the science and esoteric knowledge of the world comes from. But back to Song of the South. <laughs> oh, yeah. PJ it's took no notes. time, PJ took notes. My problem with this movie, the stereotypes, mm-hmm. every scene that was not animated, like I said, we've already been through this. Yeah. It was all happy-go-lucky for the slaves, and there was no, I guess there was no sorrow. You know, if, if this was a true depiction of life back then, I, I probably, I wouldn't have been mad if I seen a lynching or somebody got whipped or something, you know? But this is making it all happy, like, you know, blacks enjoyed Zip slavery. Yeah, Zip like, what the fuck is that about? Two, the fucking mammy thing. That shit and how they they played him. I really feel like they. Oh, the only reason it wasn't a woman. Well, I mean, they had is the woman. They they had. They literally literally had mammy in the movie. Yes, they did, and those were the the prominent two black people that were in the movie. Little Toby, dude, and Toby, and of course him being young. You know, he didn't. He was still trying to help the white man at the end of the day instead of being focused on his culture you said something during the movie that what would you say you said basically when um because he was getting in trouble when he's hanging with toby you said something about why they got the black dude leading the little white kid astray yeah with the frog the frog frog thing that's right in in any instance that the white boy that we knew the white (laughs) man sorry but it is the white boy knew he wasn't supposed to be doing something here comes the black boy like ass okay you're trying to talk him out of it like like this is bad influence exactly subconsciously i mean disney was telling their audience you know in a subconscious way niggas get you in trouble exactly stay away from them you know now the other black people were animations we have burr rabbit oh yeah okay what do they think of us that we're tricksters. The only way that we are able to get ahead is that we have to trick our way out of it or lie, trick our way into steal. it. Yes, lie, cheat, steal. That is our code. But it's not, motherfuckers. We had Brother Fox. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be the sly, cunning black guy. Always had his top flight scheme in order to get what he wants. Then we had Brother Bear. Mm. The brute amongst us. Yeah. But he's dumb, dumb as, as shit. <laughs> I, the depictions were crazy. Stereotypes. What I say, Negro, Uncle, Uncle Rufus. I think, I think that's all my. Still the culture. I don't know what the fuck I was saying was still the yeah, culture. Appropriation shit. Probably was that it. Probably. 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 So PJ. Yes. After all that shit. Yes. What the fuck would you rate this movie? Negative one. Negative one. Negative this one. Do, this isn't even on the the scale. This doesn't get a zero. Like this should never have been made. And if they made it, they could have been. They could have just done a whole better job of depicting and at least gave African folk credit for the concept of Burr Rabbit. Like the fact that he went to this white man. I sound like I'm on some real pro black shit right now, but I'm Fuck sorry. It. The fact that he did that, like, you know, he knew it was going to be something. It was going to have some backlash. Yes, you're going to go to a source who 
can't give you the information correctly. And even if you did, you depict it as in as if we are less than, you know, in every shape, way, form possible, even in the animation of the characters. That just that that's uh, negative. You, you don't deserve to be on a scale. It's a negative one. I understand why you did it, but I don't like giving negatives though. So I'm gonna just flowers you get the shit the donut. You okay. get the zero. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, that's not on the scale anyway. <laughs> Scale start from one to ten. I'm going zero. But not only because of all the shit PJ said, I ain't gonna repeat all the shit he said. He said it all very eloquently. Mm. I'm not gonna step on your toes there. Thank you, sir. But pretty much, you know, PJ gave that side of it. I'm gonna bring the movie watcher aspect side of it. In my opinion, okay, it's just boring to me. Like outside, like I said, if you took out all the racist shit, it's boring Damn. as fuck. That too. That like, too. An yes. hour and thirty-four minutes. Yes. And like I said, after an hour, we thought it was about to go off mm-hmm. before we checked the timer, so it had thirty more minutes left. Yes. And it, it was it was torturous. And I'm already not a Disney fan. So it's like you get racist shit that I don't care for. And you get Disney animation that's boring as fuck on top of it with a boring ass storyline. Mm-hmm. You ain't getting no points from Brent. <laughs> you get no love, bitch. Like, <sighs> So just from that aspect of it all, like outside of all the racist bullshit we talked about, it's just boring as fuck. Mm-hmm. And the animation, I mean... I guess for the time, like I told PJ while we watching, we was motherfuckers probably see like, oh my god, these animated with real people up there. Like I don't know, maybe that was hype for them back then. But I think Mary Poppins right. and shit came out before this, and they didn't have that animation and shit Many, too. Yeah, like Mary Poppins. So who the fuck knows? This shit ain't for me. Apparently it ain't for nobody because nobody wants this shit released on fucking DVD except Whoopi Goldberg. But I'm pretty sure I know why she wanted it. Right. She just want to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. Look, niggas. Yeah. So I'll put it like this: If you ain't seen it, you ain't missing much. No. If you're dying to see it, don't worry about it. It's hard mm. to find anyway. Like, it took me a minute to even get this shit to yeah. play on the TV. Yes. It's boring as fuck. The songs, if you want to really hear the songs, just YouTube the motherfuckers. That's what I did. The songs are on YouTube. The movie just ain't. Mm-hmm. I don't even care for the songs, honestly. And uh, I don't know how do you how you feel about the songs I now. F- I mean, I, I, I'm torn. I really am. You know, I, I like them just because of the place that they hold in my childhood memories. Yeah. But fuck the songs. Mm-hmm. And fuck you, Disney. I'm going on a Disney boycott at night for at least the next two days, damn it. (laughs) (sighs) There it is. Negative one and zero. The lowest scores in the history of Home Video Hustle. Are you surprised? Because I'm not. Oh, my god. So now, officially, this is the the worst thing we watched. Now, uh, Equilibrium is not the worst thing anymore. No, it is not. Tay Diggs, there you go. Mm. Uncle Remus helped you out there, buddy. Fuck. Oh, well, that was an ordeal. Yes, it was. I'm glad I don't have to see it again anymore. Me too. I will never in my life watch this shit again. I'm going to make my kids watch this shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. Let me know how that goes. Lessons need to be Well, oh, I'll tell you what. When are you going to make them watch it? Like now or when they older? No, nah, when they when older. older. Okay, For real, I've already something. started telling them. Even though they don't get it, I've started telling them uh, like a Nazi spot, a Nazi stories and shit. Really? Just African folk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they need, need to be in them. It needs to. It's a thing. And still the culture. Isn't yeah. It? Still the culture. Lost for words, man. Yeah. <laughs> that don't happen often. Yeah. I, I, ah, ah. Well. That's the only bad thing. And I think I think with my score, it's like this, too. Watching it with PJ, I laughed a lot because we were just cracking jokes. But, like, if I was to have sat and watched this by myself. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't have made it, man. Like, <laughs> I'd have just fucking, like, started watching something on my phone or something. Right. Just playing in the background. Just occasionally looking at it. It's boring as fuck. It is. It's racist it is, as dude. fuck. It is. It's useless as fuck. Yes. Fuck this movie. Yes. And I say it often. I can say it with, like, for real now, though. Fuck Disney. Mm, mm-hmm. And I won't get no criticism for saying it this time. Mm-hmm. And that's Song of the South. And that <laughs> is Song of the South. 
Are y'all happy? Did y'all hear a black man's rant today? Yeah, PJ went off on Did this one. Yeah, fuck. All right, I knew it was coming, man. <laughs> I, that's why I just let you do your thing, man. Ah, <sighs> fuck. I had seen so, parts of this movie before, so I knew what was coming. It's just I don't. It's a, it's a, it just, you know what grinds my gears? What's that, PJ? It's the fact that black people have done so much in this country. Mm-hmm. And we're only, how old is my mom? 50, 50, mm-hmm. 50 something years. But that she was still going through the time of, you know, us being quote unquote oh, yeah. free. So we're 40 years removed from this. And people want us to, you know, get over it. Like act like it never happened. But no, yeah. there's a thing that is psychological. Willie Lynch. <clears throat> have I have I discussed this before on, on Probably, the Probably, but fuck it, do it. Willie Lynch. <laughs> this good old white man. During the times when slavery was first started, came up with a plan. What was that? How to keep the black man down. Mm, there's a book about this, isn't there? Yes, there uh-huh. is. The strongest man on the plantation, you find him and you break him. You tar him. You put feathers on him. You tie his legs to two horses and whip them to set them apart in different directions. Mm-hmm. And you tear his body apart in front of everybody watching. What does that do? Puts that fear in Exactly. You take the woman, you abuse the woman, and you tell her that her kids aren't even hers. Or you rape her. I was about to say, there you go. And then have her child, if he's light enough, or she, live in the house, away from the mom. But have your child sucking on her titties for the milk. Mm-hmm. Bring your child to the black woman for all the medicinal purposes. Yet she's not allowed in the house. It just irks me, okay? Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's definitely like after you watch something like this, you definitely gotta go pull that copy of Django out. Right. See some white people get fucked fucked up. up. Right. Is that racist? I don't don't care. (laughs) Fuck that shit. There you go. I feel like God knew what he was doing for real. Because like our generation now would not have survived. They there would be a mass slaughter of niggas in the sixties and before. Because we couldn't stand for that shit. Somebody made a joke. about this shit and I don't remember who it was now but they basically was like what the fuck did they say he was like you think people want to be out there picking that cotton he said that one motherfucker stepped up was like man fuck that shit it was Eddie Murphy in Delirious he's like one person stepped up and got like you said one motherfucker got fucked up and everybody was like yeah fuck that we gonna pick this cotton boy alright it's like not to say they didn't revolt, but I just feel like our spirit, because we have seen freedom and we know what freedom is. If you were to put us back in those times, nah, fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. You might have a whip, but nigga, there's thousands of us. Your ass is gonna die, and your whole family. And I'm taking over your plantation. Any white man that comes on here, he's dying. You know, I just I I, I thought I don't know if it's an apt comparison, but it, it kind of it seems similar in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's just like, not, I mean, I'm dead serious right now, too. We know the shit going on with, like, all the Trayvon Martin and all that shit going on. Mm-hmm. And you was just talking about, like, you fuck one person up to try and get everybody else scared and shit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what that reminds me of slightly when you talking about that. This is, we'll see, I, <clears throat> here we go, tangent. No, fuck, we already on tangent. Don't I have a theory. Uh-huh. And it's something like, it's not quite me full yet, but I do believe that they they did start that mm-hmm. because they want us to be in fear again. We were we were 
starting to recognize our worth. Mm-hmm. I yeah, was the black say. guy up there, yes. the president. Yeah, right. Like they gave us something. That we they got something that us. we thought we never fucking had. Right. I watched the fucking original Kings of Comedy over the weekend. This last weekend. Wow. That came out in two thousand. Mm-hmm. And they were just joking about how there would never be like a black guy in president. You know, never see that in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And the next fucking president that came out because that came out two thousand. So when Obama got in like oh eight, right? Yeah. So just the next presidency, we got a fucking black dude. Right. And I was watching George out. W. Yeah. Been, yeah. And I was thinking about that. I was like, it's crazy. Everybody thought that and everybody agreed with it. And then the next motherfucker that came in there mm-hmm. is a black guy. We're starting to climb, mm-hmm. but we can't have that. And you want to know why, world? Because when the black man succeeds, hmm, oh, it's something. <laughs> it is something. And the man knows that. Mm-hmm. Case proven. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1929. Uh-oh. There was a black Wall Street. Oh, hell yeah. It was booming more than the white Wall Street in New York. Mm-hmm. What happens? They bomb that shit. Mass hysteria. All of our financial records are gone. All of our banks, black-owned banks, backed by our black money, is gone. Mm-hmm. Making us depend on them. Yeah. If we don't have anything of ourselves and are always dependent, then we will never escape the trap. Thoughts of a young, wise black freedom. man. Yes. You want to know what's more important than throwing money in a strip club? Credit. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know. It's a real shit. (laughs) Fuck. Jay Z, you want to know no bullshit when he said that. No matter how far you go. Yes. If you're black, you're only going to get so far most times. (laughs) Yes. And that's not a pity party thing. Nah, nah. That's just real shit. Yes. That's how it is. Yes. Some white people don't understand how you could say that. It's like, well, once you live in this life for about 16 years there is a book that is called driving while black dwb yes and it points out like never heard of that one of course dad had me read it Ah, of course but it points out like what are they coming of age things that a black man goes through Mm mm-hmm and it was funny because it's when we started hanging out, actually. But I noticed this oh, shit. Me, you like, actually, yeah, okay. when we started going up to Eastern, there oh, comes okay, the time, yeah. and it is proven. Like this is oh, actually yeah. proven. Definitely got stories from Eastern. And yeah, like uh, what are they research? Research shows whites view black black men, a uh, black boys. Oh, black boys as men oh, okay. at a younger age than oh, they yeah. do white boys. As we would go up in the Eastern, I would start noticing that. Like we would start getting looks. And keep in mind. We're what, 13? I was 13. You were probably 14, 15. Uh, I was 13. Grade, about, yeah, about 13, 14. Years yeah, old. so I was, yeah, damn. So I was 12, 13. Yep. So imagine being a boy, 12 or 13, you know, really not, not stealing shit, not doing anything. Just mind her own business. But being harassed because you're black and you, they think you're going to steal something. Like, it's, it's the everyday struggle that you have to go through that shapes your I got mind. got a story for him when you read Oh, shit. In Easter, I don't know if you remember it because it was fucking decade ago now at with, least, with, right? with but, the cops uh, oh there's sort of security yeah security yeah because <laughs> um around that time easton if y'all don't know around where we come from is easton's this big gigantic ass mall area it's even bigger mm-hmm. now but back then it was fairly newer yes then a lot of kids used to hang up there and uh they had a curfew i forget what time it was like nine nine o'clock nine o'clock yeah yes it was and around that time like we were, we were actually um waiting on my parents or some one of mm-hmm. our parents to get there mm-hmm. and so we were standing there talking and this motherfucker came up and grabbed me real hard on my shoulder. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, you kids ain't supposed to be here. I said, I'm waiting on my parents. Right. We just left a movie, didn't we? We left a movie, yeah. Yes. And um, basically, motherfucker shoved us outside to this little area for all the, I guess, the delinquents yes. and shit. 
And then my mom came up and she actually said something to the yes. dude. And they tried to go at it. And then my mom had one of her uh, boyfriends at the time where they was about to go with the blows with this dude. And then dude, of course, backed the fuck up. Come on, no, man. Just standing. We were in the fucked up parts. We were standing at the we were, we were standing at the front door because it was cold outside. Entrance, yes. And even though it was snowing outside, it was snowing outside. That's right. It was the winter, I remember. Yeah, and, and they the lights made us go stand out. Shit. Yeah, made us go stand out in the fucking snow. But the fucked up part of it was little white couple. I was about to say the little white, white couple right did there. not get put outside. Oh my god! And that's when I was like, okay, that's the one of the things that made me stop liking Easton. Like I don't go up there unless I really like. I went up there recently because we wanted to go up there to go to a little restaurant shit. But mm-hmm. other than that, I, I fucking hate Easton. Mm-hmm. Can't stand that shit. Cause like I said, that's not the only time something like that's happened before. Like PJ said, we be walking around and you'll get the you'll see that thing where you start noticing somebody's following you, right. and then you will notice that it's a security guard, right. and then you notice that you make a couple cuts and they're still following you. Like what the fuck is going on? So that's like no joke. I don't know if I was with you or Jeff. If you remember, it, then it was you, I guess. That shit happened, and they had like those little circular mirrors up in the ceiling or corners and shit, where you could like look around and shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw this motherfucker still following us. So I, mean, I told whoever was with me, I was like, "Man, let's make a cut down here." He's like, "All right, cool." Made that cut. Motherfucker was still following us, and so I, I had stopped and I just turned around and walked right up. I walked up to do. I was like, "What's going on? How you doing?" He's like, "I'm doing good." I was like, "Why you following me?" <laughs> I'm not following. Like, bro, I've been watching you in this little mirror, but you've been following me. What's good? You're following. And he's like, oh, I'm just walking to something over here. And I was like, okay. And I stepped to the side. And I let him walk past me. Mm, like, mm, go mm. the fuck where you going? <laughs> Stop. That was Saudi. Was, do you remember that? No. It's been Jeff. It had to be Jeff. Because he used to make me oh, go up there all the time, gosh. too. But yeah, that's the time. Like, I can't stand that shit. Right. Right, I don't. I yeah. Dealt with that shit at the hospital too. Working there, like you said, when like we said, when we get to a certain point, and it's like you get stopped. You can't go no further. I worked mm-hmm. in fucking. Uh, I was a custodian or a housekeeper, quote unquote, at Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. I applied multiple times to get out that position to go. I don't know patient transport. There's a fucking videography job open, and I have a fucking degree in videography. <laughs> so I'm like, that should be a shoe in. Mm-hmm. No joke. This is true. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast before, but if I haven't, there's here's some bullshit for you. <laughs> I was so hyped when I could finally get a job doing videography. That's what I went to school for. That's what I want to do. Fuck yeah. The interview was going to be in the little cafeteria area. I actually cleaned in, so I made sure it was all you know, cool the, the day before. Yes, make sure that shit was cool. And I came in there with the suit on there. There's a picture of me on Facebook suited up that day inside the supply area in our uh, basement. And um, the guy, he came around the corner, and he was like, you know, all cool acting and shit. And then he seen me. And no joke, PJ, he stopped. Dead in his tracks. He stopped seeing me, and then he made a cut. To like the vending machines. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking in my head, like, oh shit, did you not see me? Or is that, the, is that the guy? I'm like trying to figure out, is that him? And um, he came over there, sat down. He's like, or he came over to me, he's like, are you Brent? And I said, yeah. And he sat down. I'm like, okay. This motherfucker legit, like, didn't, didn't shake my hand. I put it out there, he didn't, he ignored my shit. And I started talking. He took a swig of his pop and burped and shit. He didn't do it in front, because if he did it in my face, I'd have fucked him up. <laughs> but he turned his head and he burped. And I'm just in my mind, at that point, I'm just like, yeah, this ain't going very good. <laughs> And of course, I didn't get the job. And of course, who did? Oh, Cute little white girl. Of course. But then I tried to, okay, I'm going to try at least go to patient transport and just push beds and shit all day. Because I did that anyway as part of one of the jobs I wasn't supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. but got made to do anyway. So I said, I might as well go do that then. Mm-hmm. Didn't get that job because the managers actually told that manager that I was be a bad worker. Wow. And I'm the best fucking worker they got because that's why I worked at Urgent Care because nobody else wanted to do it. And I was the only person that could get that shit done on time. Told them I was unreliable working. Mm. So fuck Children's Hospital and fuck those managers on top of that. 
trying to keep the black man. And I got many stories like that. I'm not going to waste all your time with this shit. I was just about to say, imagine every young black male. Imagine how many different stories No matter if you talk talk to, like you said, the quote-unquote, you talk to the thug, quote-unquote. You talk to the normal guy, quote-unquote. You talk to the geeky guy, quote-unquote. We all got stories like this. Just for being black. Just like like, trying to do normal shit and getting bothered. Like I said, just trying to walk around the mall, got motherfuckers following us. (laughs) Trying to get a couple of dollars more every every, uh, paycheck, motherfuckers telling you. Right. You're a bad worker. Fuck you. But then at, at the same time, they tell them motherfuckers I'm a bad worker and leaving notes in my thing saying I'm a rebellious attitude having motherfucker. Hmm. Hey, Brent, we need you to do this extra shit for us. We can't get anybody to do it. Can you do it? Like asking me to help them out. Right. And that's why I got to the point where I was like, no, I can't. The urgent care is busy. And I'll be sitting back there on my ass in the stairwell sleep. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Not today. Not today, bitch. Oh my gosh. That's but yeah, funny. just, yeah, a little, little something for you at the that's end of that. funny. Those are the conversations that a movie like this bring out. Maybe that's why Whoopi Goldberg wants this shit right. to be seen. I've been called a nigger before. I've been called a nigger multiple times. Man. Oh, <laughs> shit. So and a couple times once. at the hospital. I got called a nigger by a little kid once. See? It was never, it's never been face to face with me. Oh, so when they were riding by. I was in Virginia, of course. I had to be oh, in Virginia. Yeah, down there, yeah. Yeah. And they were riding by. I was walking. Nigger! With the little NR, NRA flag and yeah. Oh, all these. Oh, you talking about the, the NRA flag or the yeah, little, the and Confederate the conf- flag? Confederate yeah, flag. That's flag, it in the back yeah. of their pickup truck window. Mm-hmm. Like fuck, man. Is that? I was like eighteen. Like I, I didn't think that shit was like real, but oh yeah, I definitely felt some type of way after that shit. <laughs> I bet, especially <laughs> down there. Yeah, right. Like fuck. I was below the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> there you go. So you just talk. Fun facts. Oh. Did you know that what we call now, uh, what's that big park in New York? The main park where everything. Central Park? Central Park yeah. was originally called Seneca Village. And it was the home to. Huh? I said, I didn't know that. Oh, it was originally a home to African Americans. Really? Until what is right beside Seneca Village? I mean, beside. Central Park? Central Park. I have no idea, bro. Wall Street. Oh, duh, yeah. And of course. Oh, I should have known that from Die Hard 3. There you go. They removed <laughs> all the black people. And created that whole area. Mm-hmm. Gentrification. There he is. Motherfuckers. They were just talking about gentrification on the news. I was watching something on the TV. I was like just flipping through channels. And they were talking about that being a new form of racism. Well, not new. I was about to say, what? Yeah. <laughs> the old bitch-ass president. Beep. <laughs> old bitch-ass president we got in there right now. Doing this whole shit. Yeah. Somebody, that, somebody was saying that shit about like how your boy, they had like the little government shutdown or whatever. Yeah. It's like, man, let that shit happen when Obama was president. Right. All hell would have broke loose. Fuck, man. This is what happens when you put a there was unqualified. A, there was a Saturday Night Live sketch that just came on. I forget. Damn, I wish I remember the title. But there was a game show. I think it was called, they were calling it like, Does It Even Matter? Hmm. And they were saying all the shit Trump is doing, like having to shut down. And they were like, Does it even matter? And they was like, Yeah, it should. Because this, and they were like, What's the answer? And they was like, No, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> everything he did, it just it didn't matter. Nobody gave a fuck. And the girl, the host was just getting drunk the whole time and shit. <laughs> I was like, it's crazy because all this Love shit it. that your boy getting away with, don't know everybody can like it ain't shit. They just turning their nose about it. But right. the minute your boy Obama did any little thing, right? Is that right? Is it trying to get health care for the people who can't afford the shit? Oh no, they should. I work. love they that should. shit. Like what the fuck? When people be like, oh, you know, not realizing that Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act were the same thing. That shit is the best. <laughs> that shit is the best because these motherfuckers are so dumb. <laughs> We don't need no Obamacare. I got the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck you think that is? Oh, you're going to something different. I huh? love that they okay. tried to call Obamacare as like derogatory way of talking about it, but then they don't realize they got the shit. 
That's the fucking best. That shows you how dumb motherfuckers right. are. And that's one thing I love. That's the one thing I love about Donald Trump being president. That's let all the dumb motherfuckers let you know that they're dumb motherfuckers. Now. <laughs> they hit it. Well, not all of them hit it so well, but some of them hit it so yes. well that you didn't notice. Yes. And now that he's out there doing his shit, they're out there doing their shit, and you see just how dumb they are. How dumb America is exactly. as a whole. Exactly. There's a lot of dumb because motherfuckers out, and they're all showing their ass now. Exactly. They that they, they, they just said a thing for real. I just saw something too about him saying something about uh, food stamps and black people. Oh yeah, he did. But the white people, white more people have it more than us. I never had that shit. My parents never had that shit. Your parents ever had that shit? No, but and I have, yeah, and just, still do. The bullshit thing about that is, I wish I could have some. It'd but be nice, but I work a job, so apparently I can't yeah, get no right? help. <laughs> That's so a whole different conversation. Sick. Yeah, right? That'd be a whole other hour right there. Oh, my God. Say that for the next time we do some racist-ass movie on here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which may not be that long from now. PJ. Yes. We said a lot of stuff people may or may not agree with. Oh. Fuck that but shit. But if they want to let us know what they think, <laughs> or if they disagree, or if they agree, yes. you know where they can hit us up at, right? Where? On Twitter, mostly. You can find us at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase I cast. And that spells HVH podcast if you want them dumbass people to vote for Trump don't know shit. And you can also find us on Facebook at Fifi. I didn't know what the fuck that was for the longest time. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Um... And there you find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash HVH podcast. Mm-hmm. Instagram at Home Video Hustle Podcast. Mm-hmm. And at, uh, what was the other thing I was talking about? Oh, and YouTube. I thought we were going Podbean. That too, but YouTube. <laughs> Just type in Home Video Hustle. We on there. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to us if you please. New videos every Wednesday. Let you know what we're doing on Friday. Yes. And you can get every episode of the show right now on homevideohustle.podbean.com. Binge them all night, Netflix. And by the time you hear this, I should have every episode uploaded to YouTube. I'm working on that right now, getting all the older episodes over there. So you can get them there, get them on Podbean, get them everywhere. Boom. PJ. Yes. You want to tell them where your Twitter's at? At Pauly PJ. Capital P, A-U-L-Y, capital P, lowercase j, at Pauly PJ. Boom. Now, that was the official starts of our Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Got that out the way, so I'm sure we'll be talking about some stuff more in the coming weeks. <laughs> But this is, I think every movie after this, we mm-hmm. might like. Mm-hmm. This is like, that's why we got this one out the way early. I think every episode this month, I shall bring some facts that are not common, but they need to be known. There you go. Mm. And next week, I won't spoil it for you, but next week is one of my absolute favorite movies of all time. Oh, we getting jiggy. We getting it. We going to the 70s, y'all. I ain't telling you what it's going to be. You got to watch that video on Wednesday. Can I say show enough? You can't. <laughs> Show enough. And it's not The Last Dragon, if you're thinking that, because that came out in the <laughs> 80s. So, PJ. Yes. About ready to get up out of here, man? You know it. Well, I'll let you know this. I'm Brent. And this is PJ. Have a good rest of your Friday. Have a good weekend. Stay black. Hey, stay strong. <laughs> and of course, be sure to check out all the episodes if you ain't heard them all yet. They all good, believe me. Yes. If you like this conversation... Definitely go check out the Tales from the Hood episode. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit more of that in there. (laughs) But it's about time to go. We'll see you next Friday. Yes. Peace, y'all. Peace. Fuck Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.